Welcome to the Goofy Guy Podcast, an honest but not so serious look at Disney. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Goofy Guy Podcast. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Uh, that's a new voice in the background. You'll find out who that is in just a minute. You actually know him, uh, but it's a surprise guest this week. Uh, hey, it is. this is the Disney News for November 23rd, 2020. It's episode 83. Uh, we just keep inching closer to that episode 100. Uh, I'm Jim Spangler, uh, the goofy guy, your host, and in the background you hear our friend from Belgium, the Disneyland Paris expert, it's Jetson! Hey, hi everyone. Hey, yes, and how are you doing, dude? Hey, Tim. I'm doing great. Good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing okay. You know, we're in lockdown here in the United States, or should be in lockdown in COVID. And <laughs> I know, uh, I know you actually had COVID and survived. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm just, uh, I'm just free of it, and uh, well, we're in lockdown as well. Um, but uh, lucky enough, I'm. I'm able to get out of the house sometimes uh, for my job. I was about to so say, I'm not, for work, not right? locked down somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I work in television, so uh, most of the time I just see football stadiums in the weekend without any crowds. So. <laughs> and and for all of you uh, Americans out there, he's talking about soccer, not, soccer, not yeah. American <laughs> football. Because <laughs> it is soccer season, just like it's, it's football season. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. That's awesome. As a matter of fact, we were able to we – we thought we were going to record this late. It's, it's 11.15 uh, for Yetzin. That's in the PM, everybody. Just PM. In case, yeah. Yes, in case we appreciate that he was uh, kind enough to stay up after he got home from work to uh, to do this. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's late where he is, um, and uh, you know, and he's got a new baby, so he's even more tired. Uh, you know, and so it's you know, new daddy, new daddy stuff. Yeah. How is how is the baby? The baby's doing great. Yeah, he's uh, he's. Growing too fast. It's a cliche, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> it's true. Just wait. It only gets faster. It only gets faster. And what we're planning to do his first Disney World trip, hopefully in September oh, uh, nice. 21. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. We hope it's uh, it's going through. Yeah. So have you already planned that with Julie? Has she already planned to be there? Does she uh, know about well, it? Does she, she does know about it, and I think she's going to be there, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're... we're we're going to be there with my grandparents and um, uh, no parents-in-law. I'm sorry, and we're also going to do a Disney cruise, uh, oh. seven days, uh, Western Caribbean. Is, uh, it doesn't matter. It's a Disney cruise. Who cares where it's yeah. going, right? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter where it's going. It's a Disney cruise. Oh, that's so great! So awesome. She hasn't said anything to me about that, so uh, I don't know what. But we haven't we haven't talked about future Disney plans except for. I'm going in March because I have a friend that's getting married in Disney in March. We're hoping Whoa. that that's still happening. Uh, she already had to cancel it once. She was planning to get married in July. And then, of course, Walt Disney World was shut down. So we yeah. had to, she had to reschedule. So now it's in March. So we'll cross our fingers that that's still, that's still happening. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. I, I also wanted to get married in Disney until I saw the cost price. Right, right. Well, she's having a very small wedding. Yeah, you can have it in different sizes, yeah, yes. Yeah, she's having a very small wedding, only 17 guests, uh, and they're actually doing it um, in the Canada Pavilion, in the garden at Canada. Oh. So uh, so I'm sure it'll be beautiful. 
Um, I'm going to be, I'm not actually invited to the ceremony itself because obviously family gets already there, but I've already told her I intend to be on the railing screaming down at her, uh, during this. (laughs) So whooping and hollering. So she's, she's, we did, she's my best friend. We did our, uh, we did our engagement in front of the castle. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I arranged it with Disney and it was like right before the fireworks show went off, uh, they literally wait with the fireworks show until the proposal's finished. And then they start wow. the whole Disney Dreams projection show sequence uh, just a moment after it happens. Oh, okay, you just gave me chills. That is awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. I love that. I love that. You know, we see, I see pictures of engagements all the time happening at Walt Disney oh, yeah. World. Um, and, uh, and there are... So it's really funny. There are weddings that happen at Walt Disney World, unofficial weddings that happen all the time. Yeah. I've read a story about the, the steamboat uh, captain that was steamboat. doing the weddings on top of his key steamboat. Yep, exactly. He would, he would every once in a while, the steamboat would take just a little bit longer to get around. <laughs> but there are, there are weddings that happen all the time. And most cast members, uh, even though they're supposed to break it up, because they are supposed to break it up, uh, will let it finish and then go up. And disperse. <laughs> like the timing will be just about right for it to be finished, and then they'll disperse the wedding. So um, I think that's, I think it's so sweet. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Kate and I have talked about yes. doing uh, a renewal of vows on one of those big <laughs> wedding anniversaries uh, in Disney uh, just because. No, right. of course. You know why not? Why not? Except she's not as into Disney as as I am. She would rather probably do it down in the down in the Grand Canyon uh, than Disney. But uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll do it both places. You know, Maybe. who knows? Who knows? <laughs> hey, uh, so I'm so glad you're with us, uh, with me, us, with me. Um, well, it's just me. Um, with you and the listeners, me and everyone that's listening. That's exactly right. We're very <laughs> excited that you're here. Uh, cause we know you bring a whole new perspective to the Disney uh, experience and we love that. So, Hey, why don't we get right in to the news? Yes. All right. So some really good news. Um, I'm going to start right off on a high point. I was so excited to hear this. Um, you all know how upset I was about the, the firing of all the entertainment, uh, people at Walt Disney World. Um, it just broke my heart because uh, that's some of my favorite things at Disney is the live entertainment, right? But Disney yeah. is bringing back some live entertainment. Uh, Josh DeMauro has said uh, that they're going to start to bring back entertainment to Disney World. He didn't specify what that meant, but I thought it was interesting that he showed pictures of like Festival of the Lion King and Beauty and the Beast Live and some of those performances. So mainly the fixed theaters where you can push a lot of people in there at the same time. Yeah, and control crowds, right? You can control the spacing of the crowds. So I would guess Finding Nemo is probably in that uh, batch too. Uh, But, you know, just the fact that they're bringing it back is really exciting um, I'm really happy to see that. And to be honest with you, the parks need it. They need things to eat those crowds. Uh, yeah. They're doing the um, the Frozen sing-along already. So oh, yeah. I think that because they found success in that, they feel like they can bring this back, uh, bring some of these shows back and figure it out. So I'm just excited they're bringing live entertainment back. 
it it so needs it. And I will be even more excited when they bring, um, you know, the citizens of Hollywood and the Main Street citizens and and some of those uh, performers back too. It just adds so much to what you're it's doing. Disney and live entertainment just goes hands in hands, and you need it in the parks. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, you know, even if you. It's amazing. Like, I am not a fan of the Beauty and the Beast live show. I do not like it. I think it's old. Yeah. I think it's really tired. They, the, they, need to, they need to redo it. They could redo it and make it really amazing. Um, but it's amazing how much you miss that sound, right, in the Hollywood yeah. studios. You miss the sound of the um, Indiana Jones spectacular, the explosions and, and all of that happening. Uh, it, it, it really kind of – the park is kind of quiet, Really, to be honest with you. Yeah. So. I, I completely understand. Uh, yeah. Danny and Nina Joe's show. I can, I can watch that every time I go. It's a very great <laughs> it's, show. It's a great show. Just for the opening. I love that show even just for the opening of it, right? Where he's getting the, the gold thing. Yeah. And I just love that. I just love it. I agree. Such a great show. I always wanted to be one of the people that got brought up on stage. Uh, but they, they wouldn't <laughs> want me up there because I would run around everywhere. I would be <laughs> I would not stand still for them at all. I would be awful. I would be terrible. So, oh, well. But it's, it is really good news that live entertainment is coming back. Really excited about that. Um, hey, Happy Meal Toys are back. You know, Disney has rejoined with McDonald's for Happy Meal Toys. And they have all of these transportation toys, right? They have Runaway Railway and... Like Mickey in a plane, and they've got all these transportation toys that like link up into a train. Um, it's so cool, and I cannot get them because it's only in the U.S. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh well, I like I said, I don't. I'm a vegetarian, so I'm not eating at McDonald's. But I may go in and buy, just like go buy the set, just see how many I can buy. Um, and if I can buy extras, maybe I'll make two trips. I'll go to two different McDonald's. I'll send them out to you so you can have them. You oh, thank can, you, you, Jim. Can be the, you can be the, the envy of Belgium with your <laughs> McDonald's Happy Meal toys. They're really, I mean, I told my daughters I wanted them, and I know they're really cheap. I know they are. <laughs> but I don't care. They're cool. They're cool, yeah. yeah. Did you see the, the, um, the boat from Jungle Cruise? Yes. What happens yeah. with the boat? Yeah, yes. Yeah, no, I think they're – and they all have cool things like that, right? They all are doing cool yeah. things. I love it. I am especially dying to get the uh, the um, the train with Goofy in it, obviously. Um, that's, yeah. that's a big one. So, yeah, so keep an eye out, everybody. I will put a link to pictures if you haven't seen it. I'm assuming everybody's seen it because now we have commercials in the U.S. <laughs> for it. So I'm assuming everybody's seen it. Uh, but they are very cool, very fun. Uh, do you want to tell everybody what, what that boat does? Just kind of explain what that boat does. Uh, so you'll have uh, Pluto sitting in the boat from um, from the Jungle Cruise, and it goes up and down, and there's a little surprise underneath the boat. That's right. That's right. It's so uh, cool. It's um, <laughs> hippopotamus? Yep. What it's is, a hippopotamus. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, one of my favorite moments in the in the Jungle Cruise, the hippos. I love the hippos. I have a soft spot in my heart for hippopotamus. Hippopotami. I don't know what they're called. Whatever the plural of that is. I love them. So uh, if anybody sees my, if anybody saw my Facebook feed, not my Goofy Guy Facebook feed, but my normal Facebook feed, it's always full of cute animals. I am like 
all yes. about it. It is. I'm always posting cute animals. Julie always says that she knows when I'm stressed out or not happy because a ton <laughs> of cute animals show up in my feed. <laughs> I was talking to my wife last night and, and I finally like I'm like, I don't even see any of my friends stuff anymore on Facebook. Like it's so rarely is my friends. It's all of these cute animal feeds in my Facebook feed. You know, I especially all of others, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a cute animal. So that's, uh, and a fun fact about the otters at animal kingdom, the otter pavilion where oh, they sit I... is sponsored by Otterbox. I know the phone cases. I took a, I took it's a picture so good. of that this time around. I know. <laughs> and they've improved. However, that. in marketing. Yep. It's, Whoever find that in marketing, it's, it's, it's great. It's brilliant. I know. I was there when I was there, uh, in October, I just spent like 10 minutes watching the otters. They were just so much fun. And they have improved that, that whole area so that it's much nicer for the otters now. There's more for them to do. So it's so cute. So cute. Okay. <laughs> we, we're, we are way sidetracked. We're talking about otters now. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Anybody listening to this podcast know that is a given. Um, so, But since we're hopping from... Absolutely. News item to news item. Absolutely. Let's hop to the next news item. Yeah, let's. Uh, park hopping is returning to Walt Disney World January 1st, 20... That should say 2021, not not 2020 I don't know what year that would be. <laughs> that would be a long ways off. But in 2021, January 1st, uh, park hopping is coming back. I was... I don't know about you, but I was really shocked that this was coming back so yeah. quickly. Yeah, first they increased the capacity of the parks, and now they're doing the park hopping. So either they have a really, really good control about how they're going to localize people in the park, and well, it's Disney. They they know where you're going to be, even yeah. if you're hopping. But It's true. I, I was just uh, shocked. So the way that they've got it set up, and, and I'm going to read this. I literally copied and pasted this right off their website. Uh the park hopper hours will start at 2 p.m. each day and end when the park closes, whenever that is. And so you need to check park hours uh, or check the, Disney, the My Disney Experience app uh, for the most up-to-date park hopper hours. But, they, but it starts at 2 p.m. So you have to have a reservation at one of the regular parks, just like a regular reservation. And then after that, you can start park hopping after 2 p.m. Um, the a- annual pass holders must make a Disney Park Pass reservation for the first park that they plan to visit and enter that park before they go to another park. So um, you can't, like, say, oh, well, let's – I'm going to go to Walt Disney, you know, and I'm just going to go to the Magic Kingdom, and then we'll have dinner at Epcot, and then decide, well, I don't really feel like going to the Magic Kingdom. Let's just go to Epcot. Um, you have to actually go to the Magic Kingdom – before heading to Epcot. And I think that's because they want to know how many people are in the parks. They're going to be there, yeah. Yeah, they want control of that. Um, And at this time, the key word, those are three really important words. (laughs) At this time, a park reservation is not required after the first park, Um, except they say that's subject to change. Let's be honest, that's going to change. I think it's going to change. Yeah. Because I think they're going to but need to control how many people can go. Will they do it like a fast pass, for instance? 
when you're in the park, you can still get a fast pass if it's available for another attraction. So yeah. would you be able in the app to go to the parks and see, hmm, there are still places available in Epcot. I'm going to Epcot now. I think that uh, I that would make sense, right? That's the way I think it should work. Then they'll still have control on how many people there are in the parks. That's but right. it's, it's also a problem because the, the crowds in Epcot are very low. Yeah. And I think they want to push people in that park, especially for dinner, so they can have more food sales there. Right. That's what this is all about, right? And I have um, – everything that I've read has said they're they're trying to do things – to keep people after dark at Epcot. What's happening yeah. is that people are there during the day and the park doesn't open till 11 right now and they show up and then as soon as the sun goes down, people leave because there's no nighttime spectacular. There's nothing happening. So um, I think this is another way to get people. They know that that's a popular thing to do and so it's to get people there. I also think yeah. that it may require people to start tapping out when they leave a park. So they know exactly how many people are in the park, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you would tap in and then tap out. And it doesn't mean that you couldn't come back to that park that you had the reservation at, but they could they would at least know what was you know, who was in that park, right? Which makes sense. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think uh I think a fast pass type of reservation, you know, on the fly that day may be the route that they go. That's that would be a great idea. So I'm just glad that they're park hopping again. Um, you know, I wasn't sure my annual pass is up in just a few days and I wasn't sure that I was going to renew it because if I can't, if I can't hop, if you can't park on, it's yeah. no use. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason to do it. It's cheaper for me just to buy the single day tickets, you know, when I decide to go. So, but now I'll, I'll have to rethink that now. Definitely. And let's be honest. I think the park reservation system will stay. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. No. No, even after COVID is yeah. gone, I don't think the park reservation system is going anywhere. We all know they've, they've been leaning towards, uh, you know, having fewer people spending more money, right? I mean, they've been really targeting towards a higher-end client, um, you know. So I, I think that – I think you're right. I think the, the park reservation system is here to stay. And I think when FastPass comes back, it's going to be a pay-to-play fast pass system uh let's hope not yeah i think i you know they may say if you're on prop if you're on property you can have one or two fast passes but i think if you want you know i just think they're going to bring it back pay to play i think it's going to be a lot like they're doing at disneyland either with a max pass um mm -hmm. or do, you have to pay for fast passes in disneyland paris correct no they are free but there is an option to pay for it so oh. It's still the old system like in Disneyland where you go to the attraction, you scan your ticket, and you get a paper fast pass. I love paper fast with, pass. Uh, with a time on there. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Um, and when you enter the park, you can choose to buy a fast pass, but it's limited. I don't know it out of my head, but I think it's one time per attraction or – all attractions, all day that have fast pass, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I could see them going to that, right? I could see them going to, you know, you could get one time per per attraction, or if you want to pay more money, you could have multiples. 
That might be interesting. That's an interesting thought. But you you don't personally like it. I like I, I like the free fast pass. The the paid fast pass is also too expensive for what it is. I'm looking it up right now. So fast pass is available on the attraction. Super and ultimate fast pass. More info? Yes. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. It's not going to the page. That says how much it costs. Maybe it's because the park is closed now that that they took the page off. Yeah, that could be. Um, I know at I know at Disneyland the Max Pass is very popular. Like people really like the Max Pass idea. Um, So we'll see. We'll see. I just think that it's going to be. I think we're going to see more pay to play coming to the parks. Unfortunately, Um, I don't. I don't want that to be the way that it is. But that's kind of how they're going. Yeah. It's kind of how they're going. Unfortunately. Um, but hey, you know, we know that they are looking for the future because the next piece of news. So they want to create a new connected experience, a what they're calling theme park metaverse. I, I think that's such an interesting use of language, a theme park metaverse that will transcend the physical and digital barrier um, to allow through the use of digital technology, both inside and outside of the, the theme parks. Now, this is this is crazy. I mean, this is not... This, is, this could not be more general, a more general announcement if they wanted it to be a more general announcement. They're like, hey, we're going to do all this cool digital stuff, but we're not going to tell you anything about it. Um, you know, they used to have this with Pal Mickey. Do you, do you remember yeah. Pal Mickey? I didn't have one. It was only in the U.S., yeah. but I heard stories about it. Yeah, I And, didn't and have you a... could not hear it when there was a parade uh, busy. That's it. So the problem with Pal Mickey was that to hear what Pal Mickey was saying, it had to be right up by your ear. So you like were basically walking around carrying Pal Mickey by your ear the whole time. My brother, when I was there uh, with the family, got it, um, and I didn't bother to get it. I just didn't think it was worth the money that they were asking for it. Right? I didn't think it added enough. Um, he thought it was a fun gimmick, a fun you know quirky gimmick, uh, but really. You know, for little kids who were, would have Mickey right here and clutching Mickey, I bet it was very cool, right, because they could hear Mickey. But, um, you know, otherwise I'm not sure how good it is. I think this also has a lot to do with the technology that they're uh, using in Galaxy's Edge and that they're adding in the Star Wars Hotel, right? Yeah. Because my understanding is in the Star Wars Hotel, there's going to be a lot of technology that as you create your story – and you go to different areas, it tracks you where you're at, and your story will continue in that area, right, based on your your band that you're wearing, the RFID chip in your band. Um, it, no, it's like I am always amazed when I ride Seven Dwarves Mine Train that they know where I am on the train, right? Yeah. I, I, I didn't tap anything. I didn't do anything. Uh, but because of the distance uh, RFID that they have in there, um, they always are able to get you. It just in. knows. Yeah, it just knows where you are. Um, and so I think it's going to be a lot more of that kind of thing. Um, who knows what this is going to be? Well, I'm reading the quote from Tilak Mandadi, the executive vice president of digital chief technology officer of Disney. That's a long title. <laughs> that is a long title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his quote is, 
with digital, this magical experience is no longer completely limited to what we call inside the berm. Extending the magic of the Disney parks to homes is now a really exciting possibility. So what I'm to the thinking about, well, what I'm thinking about now is maybe they're making a Palmicky Alexa Google Home hybrid. Oh, yeah. You know, I've heard somebody I heard somebody else say that, too. I think maybe Tom Corliss was talking about that, that they are going on um, WDW News Today, uh, that they're, that it's kind of like a hybrid, maybe a hybrid type of thing. I, what do you think about that? I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, I've got, don't get me wrong, I've got Google in my house. I've got Alexa in my house. Um, you know, I, I've, and why I not Mickey? But yeah, I don't know. It'll have to be something really cool. For me to bring it home, but it's uh, Disney. I, <laughs> and that's what they're counting on, right? Okay, let's be honest. We all know I'm getting it. Let's. I mean, let's just be honest. Of course, we yeah. all know I'm going to have it. We, we need to have it. Yeah, <laughs> and you can take it to the parks and to home. Exactly. I'm. Uh. You know. Uh. Yeah. We all know I'm going to have it. My office is is filled. It, even if it's just in my office, it'll make me happy. So, yeah, that's an interesting thought, though, that they might do something like that. I don't know. Well, I also heard rumors about the um, buses, the Magical Express buses, that they were thinking about making screens or something like that in the seats in front of you. So you can have you scan your magic band and you see your pictures from your last vacation when you go back to the airport. Nice. Nice. So they're already busy with the whole system. And I think the COVID situation only made it easier for the IT department to get busy on new technology and implement it because they have lower crowds. They can test with less data and then build it up to a bigger situation. Right. Well, and, you know, they want and they, they experimented a little bit with it that when you, like, go to visit a princess that the princess would would have like a secret screen somewhere and it would show your name and where you're from and yep. like your birth date and when you were there the last time and did you see the princess the last time and you know to make it a very personal experience i mean we're getting to this place where people want that personal touch right they want yep. that personal interactive thing i mean the people love when they go through it's a small world at the magic kingdom and at the end it your name shows up and they say goodbye to you on the screen like like people it makes it personal yeah people love that they think that's so amazing right i find it a little creepy honestly (laughs) i'm a little creeped out by it but people think that it's that there are people that like that so and there are things that i would love i mean it would be so cool to go up to a character and have them know who you are like yeah. that would be amazing, right? So oh, you don't you can't imagine how much data Disney has about you. Oh, I oh. I am just I I can't even think that way. I can't. Every time you tap in, every time you buy something, every time you go on a ride, every time I mean like they know what you do, what you eat, you know, what are your food preferences? When when do you eat? When do, I can't even like it's amazing the amount of data that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost becoming it's almost becoming as big a business for them as the parks and entertainment themselves, right? Of course. So, you know, all of that knowledge of your what you're doing, you know, 
Um, and if they put Mickey in your house, they even have more. They'll have even more data, yeah. Yeah, they'll have even more. I mean, think about Disney Plus and the amount that you watch Disney Plus. They know what you're watching. They know what kind of entertainment you like. I mean, they can translate all of that into personal experiences in the parks. I mean, that is that is that would be huge. Right. I'm very curious. Yeah. <laughs> I am and now that we're talking, I'm even more curious now. You're right. <laughs> it's just that nothing that made me more curious. So that is uh um that we'll have to keep an eye on that and see what's happening with that. That could be very, very interesting. Um so all right. So big another piece of big news. Finally, the walkway from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom is open. I feel like it's I, yeah, yay, but I feel like it took them forever to do this. <laughs> to make a walkway. <laughs> They've been working on this walkway for a long time. <laughs> and, you know, they had those, so they had those bricks. You used to be able to buy bricks. Uh, and oh, yeah. Like those personalized bricks. And so I, I had one of those. Um, uh, it was a gift to me and my ex-wife. I'm not upset that it was dug up and thrown away um, because it was with my ex-wife. But, uh, you know, they cleared all of those out. Um, but I just don't understand why it took so long. I don't, I don't get it. I'm excited that they have it. I don't know that I'll ever use it. But, um, you know, now people from the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian can walk to Disney. The contemporary's always been able to walk to Disney, right, mm-hmm. to the Magic Kingdom. Um, but now uh, the, other, the other monorail... Hotels can do that now, too. Is it a long walk? I, I don't know it's out of not, my head how far it is. It's about a mile. It ends up being about oh, a yeah. mile. So it's not, it's, not, it's not a quick hop, skip, and a jump. It's much further than from the contemporary to the Magic Kingdom. It is a further oh. walk. Um, so, and so when I was at the Polynesian, it's really funny. I would uh, go, because the monorail was still open when I was there, and I would go <laughs> to the ceremonial house to get on the monorail, it only took it took me about two days to figure out that if I went to the ticket and transportation center, it was closer. Oh, really? Yeah, it was quicker for me because of where I was staying. It was quicker for me to walk over to ticket and transportation center and hit the monorail than it was to go to the ceremonial house to hit the monorail. So <laughs> funny. Um, so I, it'll. Be, I think it's going to be interesting to see how many people take advantage of it. That's what I want to see. Yeah. It's a cool I'm taking the monorail. Have you? Yeah, exactly. That's just it, right? Like, I'm not gonna walk. I'm already gonna be walking miles and miles. Yeah. I, I, why should I? Why should I take a walk away to Disney World when there is a monorail stopping in front of my door? That's exactly right. I am totally with you. But I will say the bridge that they built is cool because it's a it swings. It doesn't go up and down. It actually swings open and closed um, because eventually they'll bring back the uh, the water parade. Um, and those barges, so... Uh, so they need to pass through. Yeah, yeah, they needed to pass through. Oh, I can see it, yeah. yeah. Just I uh, search for a picture. I wanted to say that that was what took them so long, but they took their sweet time with that, too, so, <laughs> you know, oh, well. It's not like it was new technology. That's just me getting picky. That's me being cranky grandpa, uh, getting on my soapbox. Uh, well, and they had the time. It's yeah. not that it's so oh, crowded. Yeah. Oh, they they totally needed the time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so now maybe they can update those uh, barges that they do the water parade on. <laughs> um, just saying. Uh, they've only been in 
in service since 1972, you know. I've only seen them once. I just arrived after a 14-hour flight to Disney World, and I was in bed for about a half hour when I just arrived, and then all the music started <laughs> on the water. And I was like, oh, I just want to well, sleep. Get up. Exactly. Time to get up again. Yeah. Um, it is cool. I do like the water parade. I just well, I would like to see them upgrade it. I think it could be even cooler. But they haven't had to. I yeah. mean, it's been, it literally has been the same thing since 1972, since they opened. So uh, it's it's pretty it's it's time for a little. That like I said, that's another grandpa getting up on his soapbox. Um, <laughs> for people that go there once in a lifetime, they don't care, right? They think it's cool. So that's all that really matters. Hey, but speaking of barges, that's a good transition. Uh, the harmonious barges <laughs> um, are going to act as world showcase fountains during the day. So the have world, you seen the pictures of them? I have. I have. They're huge. They're mammoth. As a matter of fact, my last, the last episode, I talked about how big they were. They're absolutely mammoth. And that center barge is gargantuan. Yeah. It is so huge. So now I guess what they're going to do is they're going to go out and just lock them in place. Right? And then there'll be fountains. Because it would be too much work to replace them every time with its fountains. Yeah. yeah. Imagine You'll probably to have to connect it to pipes or something. Yeah. And... But it also makes me think about what kind of fireworks will be coming off the barges, if that's the case, right? Because part of the reason the barges leave is to reload them, right, if for yeah. uh, for illuminations. So it's just going to be interesting. I'm uh, I, The whole harmonious idea I'm very interested in because illuminations was my favorite nighttime show, bar none. Yeah, just spectacular. And it was really the start of Disney understanding how powerful fireworks could be. Right. It was the beginning of we can we can put a little computer chip in there to set these fireworks off so that they go off at exactly the right moment with the music, um, you know, and it just enhanced all the other firework shows that they have. I get the Jill's just thinking about. It's just so great, yeah. And one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best fireworks moment ever was at the end, uh, was the chaos section at the end. Because it fit the music so perfectly. It was so simple, but so perfect with what was happening with the music. Um, And being a music nerd, that just, I mean, just lit me up. Every time. Every time. It would bring tears to my eyes every time because it was just so beautiful. And not only the show, but just the mood they create right before it with the fire oh. in throughout the whole Epcot. And it's so beautiful to walk around then. Yeah. And then the show is so great. My favorite moment of all Disney is when he blows out the torches. That's my favorite moment. Yeah. The, that sound and that moment, I just, uh, I just love it. So Harmonious has got some big shoes to fill, in my opinion. <laughs> I was just thinking, my expectations usually are medium-high when Disney announces a new show. So, just enough so they can disappoint me or they can surprise me. <laughs> but yeah. for Harmonious, uh, for, uh, for Harmonious, yes, my expectations are way high. Are they? Uh, yeah. Wow, my expectations I'm, are actually I'm expecting low. a lot. <laughs> no, they, they really have to fill the void from that show that we're missing now. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, I am really worried about it. 
I am a little concerned. Now, the intellectual property doesn't bother me. Like, people are complaining about, we shouldn't have Disney characters in it. Uh, it's Disney. No, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, it's Disney. Come on. Um, and if they'll do it, they'll do it on a correct way. I believe that, too. Um, and I just, I just love Illumination so much that I just feel like the bar is so high. Yeah. That I'm worried about if they're going to be able to get over it. Right. And, and I shouldn't be worried because when they changed Wishes, I mean, the new fireworks show is unbelievable. It is so incredible. Um, and, you know, that was a high bar to reach. Yeah. And they totally surpassed it, in my opinion. Um, so uh, so I should trust that they're going to do it. It's just I'm, I'm a little hesitant. Just a little hesitant. And I completely understand. Yeah. It's the, the first uh, castle projection fireworks show they had was Disney Dreams in Paris. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Then it was the best fireworks show they had. They edited it now two or three times and it's not getting better. Yeah. They're just adding more pieces of intellectual property, but they're not adjusting it to the castle or to the show. They're just taking a piece from a movie and putting it in the show and queuing some fireworks. And it's not the story and the originality we had on the first show. Right. Right. And that's too bad. I really think yeah. that's, I think that's sad. Um, and that's when you know that they're more interested in the intellectual property and the money generated than they are in the creativity of what they're presenting. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it makes me wonder if the average, like you and I are not the average guest, right? We are not the typical guest at those parks. And it, it makes me wonder if the average guest, you know, realizes that if they know that that's the problem or not. Unfortunately, I don't think so. I think you're right. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Well, I'm excited that they're going to have fountains during the day in the World yes. Showcase Lagoon. I think that's going to be cool. Um, I always, I love that lagoon, and uh, I think the fountains are just going to add to it, so that's good. Yeah, it's going to create a nice atmosphere in the daytime on the lake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Hey, so they're adding, speaking of Epcot, they're adding a new lighting package to Spaceship Earth. Um, and they're saying that it's going to have custom programming to tie to the lighting to its surroundings. Now, I've heard several different thoughts on this because, uh, you know, they, they, filed pa they filed permits to do um, some new electrical work at Spaceship Earth. Um, mm -hmm. And one of the thoughts is that they're going to put LEDs on Spaceship Earth itself. Like, why are the outside of it with LEDs? I think that is a cool idea. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's more than just shining lights up onto it, right? I mean, we've seen that. We've seen that. We've seen projection mapping, and that's all cool, and that can be part of it. But I'm hoping that they actually do lights something on Spaceship Earth in the itself. Spaceship Earth, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope if they do so, they do it proper and clean and, like, in between the triangles right. and not on top of them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the images that I've seen, the... And they're just, you know, the paintings, right? They're just the renderings, and who knows what it will be. Uh, that's what it looks like. It looks like it's in between. In between, right? yeah. And I think that could be so cool. I think yes. it would just be awesome if they do that. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. I'm excited to see what they're, what they're trying, to, trying to accomplish. Um, 
All right. This, these are always my favorite news items. Always. <laughs> Florida man. Uh, we almost can't go through a newscast without a Florida man news. Um, we had Georgia woman before, uh, but now Florida man is back. A Florida man has been banned from Disney World after attacking a security guard while he was high on LSD. I think that's I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I you know, I yeah, I just don't even know what else to say. That is just I think he was having a great time in Disney. I think he was having a great well, he was having a great time somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he is but he is but it turned out bad because now he's been banned from Disney World, right? So that's yeah. not good. That is not good. Uh yeah, Florida man, you never let us down. Never let us down. Love it. Uh hey, let's talk a little bit about Disneyland Paris cuz that's your that's your home park and there is a couple of pieces of news and and one of them we talked about before, but I think you might be able to even make it a little more clear. Uh, they are closed. Disneyland is closed. Disneyland Paris is closed right now. Disneyland is closed too, but uh, Disneyland Paris is closed right now, but they're reopening for the holiday season, right? Yes, just for the holiday season from December 19th until January 3rd. So you can celebrate uh, Christmas and New Year's Eve. I don't know if they're going to open for New Year's Eve, but uh, you can celebrate the holidays at Disneyland Paris, but they're closed right now. Yeah. So now, are they are they limiting capacity with that? Are you going to have to make reservations or anything with that? Or yes, you'll have to make reservations for that. They had the reservation system from the regular operating hours, and they will uh, redo that for the holiday seasons. Right. Yes. So so they'll keep the crowd down. It won't be it won't be completely. Packed. It won't be completely crowded. No. Um, can you even get only a select hotels will be opened? Yeah. Can you even get a reservation? Like, is that even possible right now? I would guess those as soon as they announced that, I would guess they got booked. I don't know. I think people are still a little hesitant on going. Plus, it's not simple to cross borders. Um, for instance, I'm living in Belgium. I'm living on a three and a half hour drive from Disney, but I cannot enter France unless I go into quarantine for 14 days. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that would, that would definitely make it so that you wouldn't go, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you go? Why, if you had to quarantine for 14 days, I mean, you'd have to leave now. You have yep. to go now. <laughs> and I'll have to say 14 days in a cheap hotel room yeah. until I go to Disney. Exactly. A cheap, dirty hotel room. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. So I would guess that will limit the amount of people that go a lot. Yeah. Mostly just French people. Yeah. I was about to say they must be counting on the French to, to fill those spots up. And I also think that's the reason why they are opening up because they realize it won't be full it's just something for the locals so they can have the Disney experience during the holidays. Yeah, something special for them. Yeah, and I don't think that's such a bad thing. I don't think that's terrible. Um, no. I think that's, I think that's quite, quite a nice idea. Actually. And they are planning to reopen, but there's no date announced yet. I think they're still waiting. But there are rumors they will reopen around February, March uh, around the Easter holidays. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to want to miss that Easter time, right? No. And that's usually the time when all the other, um, 
uh, all the other parks open in Europe around oh, Easter okay. time. So the seasonal parks are opening around that time. Yeah. 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 Okay. That make that would make sense then that they wouldn't want to miss out on that. That makes sense. And hopefully COVID, you know, we're we're talking about a couple of vaccines. So cross your fingers, right? That yes. uh, more people will be vaccinated and we'll have this a little more under control um, by that time. Uh, so, yeah, because we talked a little bit about that before we went on air. And, uh, like, I don't expect to be vaccinated probably till the midsummer, honestly, uh, because the amount of people here in the United States that need to be vaccinated. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see how that all works and if any more vaccines come out, because I know there are still other places working on it. So... I'm also very curious uh, where I live here is uh, Pfizer is located here. They are right. one of the two that are creating the vaccine right now. Right. From your hometown, right? From my hometown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's quite a quite a coup. You can you can like <laughs> my hometown. Cre- no, I'm <laughs> yeah, well, it can backfire. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Backfire. Have you seen the movie uh, with Will Smith? Um What's it called? I Am Legends? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that a vaccine that went wrong? Yes, it is. <laughs> well, I don't even want to think about that. that <laughs> I, I, now I have that in my head. Um, that we're all going to turn into zombies. That's, yeah, nice. Nice. A vaccine gone wrong. <laughs> Good. That would be, no, I'm not, I have not been political on this podcast. I refuse to be political on this podcast. Uh, yeah. All right. Nice. Nice. It could be the last hurrah, right? The last shout. Um, anyway, so also Disneyland Paris is closing down Buffalo Bill's Wild West show, uh, and the motor action stunt show. Um, now is that permanent or is that just temporary? It's not clear. They're going to announce it. Well, today, the day the podcast comes out, but it's most likely on memos I've read online that Buffalo Bills will definitely close down and uh, the Motors Action Show will, well, it's not, it's not clear what they're going to do about that because it's now located in new area in the Walt Disney Studios Park. They're creating the Avengers Campus and, well, the whole set is just in the middle of that. So oh. it could might as well be changed to a Marvel show, which I actually really, really hope. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. Stunt show would be really cool. I agree. Because now the stunt show, they've altered it a couple of times and toned it down a bit than over the start. And it was just, it's, it's time to change it. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. I understand. But the Buffalo Bill show, I'm really sad about that. I didn't have the chance yet to see it. I also found it just a, just a bit too expensive to go and see it. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet show. Yeah. Um, it's located around uh, a pit where they do the, the horses show. And, well, I, I, I didn't see it yet, so I don't know what else they do except the horses that I saw in the, yeah. in the commercials. Yeah. Um, but it's was made especially for Disneyland Paris to give right. the European people a bit of American history in Disneyland Paris because Disneyland is something American. Right, right. Um, I don't know how historic it probably was, but 
but yes, a taste of that. No, right? but just a taste of yes, a taste of that Wild West, that idea, right? Wild West, yeah, 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 which is so uh, such a strong image when people think of America. I know, so I think it's cool. I would love to have seen it, right? I, you yeah, know, we have. Um, we have night shows all over the place. Like, I feel like everywhere you turn around, there's a new show with jousting on horses and stuff happening. So um, we have a lot of that. Uh, and those are fun shows. Um, you know, the problem with me going to that show is there's nothing for me to eat, literally, <laughs> right? Because they're, they're yeah, all meat. meat. It's all meat. So um, I would have to go and be like, just give me the salad and keep the bacon off of it. And, uh, you know, and that'll be it. Whatever, whatever veggies you have, you know, that would be good. Yeah. I'm really sad to hear this story about Buffalo Bills because it was really on my to-do list. Uh, and uh, I just wish they would announce that it will close next year or in a half year. So I still had the chance to see it. So, so but they're closing I it. I think it starts at $100 per person to see it. Yeah. All you yeah. can eat included. It's expensive. Yeah, and if yeah. you're like me, all you can eat doesn't. I mean, I can't eat a hundred dollars worth of food. No, there's no, there's no possible way. And I know you're paying for the show too, but, um, uh, so, so it's being closed down permanently. Is that what you're saying? That it's not going to open? Most likely. Yeah. But it's not official yet. But from the memos I read online that um, cast members were posting, it certainly looks that way. Oh, that's so sad. I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm sorry you didn't get to see it. Uh, I always hate it when those things happen. You know, you're always like, "Oh, I'll be able to see it. It's going to be around for a while." And then, yeah. And then, and then they're like, "Oh, we're closing it, or we're changing it, or we're..." And you're like, "Oh, but I didn't get to see it." You know, that's like when they closed the great movie ride. Everybody was so angry that it closed so fast that they were like, you know, you had to yeah. already have been planning to go. To get to write it, right? At least now, if you're a Splash Mountain fan, you know it's closing. Yeah. So you've got time, right? And I'm sure they're going to do a big to-do about it, even though they've announced um, that that turnover is going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, at least you know that it's happening, right? And so maybe you can get down and get on it. Uh, so. Yeah, I showed uh, – I was in Disney World with Ellen last year and the year before that. So – I had the chance to show Ellen the great movie ride because I'd done it before. I, I love that ride. Oh, it was a great ride. It was a great ride. And, yeah. it, and it was showing its age. Let's be honest. Yes, it, it was that's showing true. Its Completely I mean, true. You know, those those uh, audio animatronics were getting a little shiny. Um, some of the things weren't working anymore. Um, I, As much as I loved it, I have to tell you. So I rode Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh, my God. I love that ride. <laughs> I loved that ride. It is so much fun. Um, and there is so much I didn't see. So the re being able to rewrite it, uh, you know, the ability to do that is very high because there's so yeah. much to see. Um, it's a great ride. It's really cute, really good. It's a good. They they did a good thing, right? They didn't close great movie ride and then put something crappy in there. They actually put a really no, they good ride. Made in something there. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice really, to hear. Yeah, it's really. Hopefully, good. I can see it in September. Yeah, you're going to. You're going to see it in September. You're going to do that. I'm sure of it. Hey, so that's it. That's all the news for the week. Um, do you have anything else that you'd like to add news Do you know uh, a date for Ratatouille, Rat? Yeah. I have. I do not. They they say it's going to be 2021. They say it's not going to open mm -hmm. until 2021. Um, for a long time, they just said 
they weren't sure. But now we think it's probably going to be spring of 2021 that it opens. Um, so they're going to go through the holiday season. My understanding is that it's done, basically. Yeah. That it's ready I also, to go. Well, with pictures I see online and people talking about it, I also think it's finished. Yeah. It's just sitting there waiting for people to go on there. Yeah. And, you know, for a while they tried to spread a rumor of, oh, well, we didn't get the interior finished. We didn't get the inside done. It needs There's more work that needs to be done on the – but, you know, cast members are saying, no, it's done. It's finished. Um, so I think the idea of opening a brand new attraction like that scares them with COVID right now. Yeah. They don't want to bring that kind of a crowd to the parks right now, right? Even though they're controlling how many people get in and stuff, I think they want it to be, to be able to be a big deal. Um, you know, for a long time, there was rumor that it might open quietly, that it just might all of a sudden one day open and just quietly open. And then later on, they would do the big production um, so that it wasn't drawing those crowds. But still, if you would quietly open that, the reservations for Epcot will go sky high. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't be able to get in, right? Yeah. Yeah, it would be, it would be done. You wouldn't be able to get in. So we'll see. Um, I've heard spring of 2021. Uh, it's still a little up in the air. Um, you know, all you can do is go on rumors when you start getting things like that because you don't really know. Right. They haven't made an official. We're opening on February 1st, you know, 2021. They haven't done that yet. So we'll see. But I can tell you it's a fun attraction, especially for the little ones. Yeah, I'm it's, looking forward to it. I'm really excited. Yes. about it, And I'm excited that that Epcot is getting something else. Right. I'm really excited that they're getting another attraction. Um, and I think Ratatouille is a great addition to the French Pavilion. I think, you yeah. know, I think it's a great, you know, it's a piece of IP that I think is appropriate. For the French Pavilion, so, it fits perfectly. Yeah, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really excited about it and and getting to try it. And I'll tell you, so uh, Rise of the Resistance and um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway were the first time I had ever been on a trackless vehicle, and that is amazing. Like you have no idea <laughs> where you're gonna go. No, nope. it is so cool. I loved it. I thought it was such a great piece of technology that they brought in. Um, so great, so great. And well, if you'll go back now, you'll see the trails on the floor. Yeah. Because they drive always, they always drive on the same spot. But... That's right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But uh, yeah, I just, but I just think it's such a great piece of technology. Yes. Um, and really makes it's, a it's big very cool. difference. Yeah, really makes a big difference in the experience of the ride. It feels much more free and um, unexpected. Right. Isn't the Indiana Jones in Disneyland also a trackless vehicle? It is not. No? no, it is the same kind of vehicle that they have in Dinosaur. As a matter of fact, it's a duplicate. Oh, yes, it's a duplicate from Dinosaurs, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, so it's not a trackless vehicle. Um, so that would be cool if it was, though. That'd be a great yeah. upgrade. I would love that. That's a great ride. I love that ride. Um, it would I mean, also be cool if they changed Dinosaur to Indiana Jones. It would be cool if they changed Dinosaur to anything else. <laughs> I, I am not a dinosaur fan. I'm sorry. It's. I feel like it's too dark. I don't feel like they tell the story well. Um, I have trouble knowing where I'm supposed to be looking, right? Because it's so dark, and then they flash, and then they. I just. I find it very disorienting and not enjoyable at all. And it never scares me. It never did. I just. I just didn't get it. So, not my ride. Well, you haven't done it with Julie yet. Yeah, you are exactly right. I've not done it with Julie yet. <laughs> 
just do it with Julie. You'll have so much fun. <laughs> that is true because I'm sure I'll be laughing the whole time with her. So yes, yeah, <laughs> and not laughing with her, probably laughing at her is probably <laughs> more like it. That's that's probably true. So yeah, maybe we can arrange that. I'll have to I'll have to see about that. That sounds good. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of The Goofy Guy. Uh, Really appreciate it. Um, You know, we know you have a lot of podcasts that you can listen to to get your Disney uh, information and your Disney fix. And hopefully we make this fun for you. And it's a little bit different than what other people are bringing to the table. Hey, if you want to get a hold of me, you can. You can get a hold of me, Jim, at thegoofyguy.com. You can also go to www.thegoofyguy.com and find me. Um, You can find me on Pinterest. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, it's the Goofy Guy blog. And on Facebook, it's the Goofy Guy. And on YouTube, it's the Goofy Guy. So check me out in all of those places. And if you do me a favor, uh, give us a five-star rating and a review. We'd really appreciate it. It helps other people find this podcast uh, and share the fun that we hopefully are having. I know we're having fun. I had fun. Oh, we're having fun. I know, exactly. I had had fun. Uh, I mean, who knows? I may have a talking Mickey in my office one day. I mean, you know, who who can tell? Um, So... Uh, please uh, reach out and do that. We would really appreciate it. Yetsen, if people want to find you, how can they find you? Or are, if you, can you send... want them to find you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. If you have any questions about Disneyland Paris, you can send an email to jetson at waltztravel.com. Uh, jetson is J-E-T-S-E-N. I know I have a difficult name. Um, <laughs> I called you well, Jetson Facebook, for the Instagram, Twitter is not made yet. As well as the website, you'll find website under construction. It's been like that for almost a year, but I'm trying to make it. (laughs) You're busy. You have a new baby. Yes. You're busy. You're a little busy. (laughs) I get that. I get that. Great. Uh, So, yeah, any Disneyland Paris, he is the resident expert here at The Good Guy for Disneyland Paris. So reach out. And I'll be sure to put that uh, email in the show notes so that you can go down and uh, find that uh, in the show notes down below. Hey, everybody. Check on your friends. Check on your neighbors. Make sure everybody's okay. Check on your family, your loved ones. You know, in this time, it's scary right now. It's very easy to get sick. And so please check on them and wear your masks. I don't wear my mask for me. I wear it for you. Uh, And that's important to keep in mind. Uh, And until next time, we will talk to you later. Say goodbye, Yetson. Goodbye. By the way, Jim, I love I just keep the band waiting to the end of the show just to play the tune again at the end of the show and then they're just sitting quietly waiting behind you I know people can't see it now because you're not doing a YouTube show normally they're sitting in the room next to you but it's amazing (laughs) thanks I appreciate that (laughs) and if you don't know there is a surprise at the end of every episode so if you haven't stayed till the very end make sure you stay till the very end right right absolutely alright everybody thanks so much and we will talk to you later talk to you later goodbye